We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. It has taken some time and a whole lot of convincing, but we have finally got our wives back on for another podcast. Rodney Wood. Kyle Jackson. Dana Wood. Annie. Annie. <laughs> just, just, who are you married to? Kyle Jackson. Kyle Jackson, Annie Jackson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pod rock, <laughs> pod rock star. She's the pod rock star. She's just like Annie. You know you're the rock star if you got one name. One name. Like Prince. The sister. Bono. The sister formerly Bono. known as Anne. <laughs> so it, it's already a major success because she said more words than she said the entire podcast last time, and we're less than a minute in. Yes, and I want you guys to know that uh, Annie and I had a, oh, a almost a knockdown. I, when now wait, I got to ring the bell first. You got to ring the bell. Okay. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> Annie and I almost had a knockdown drag out about our our cast iron canvas and wool podcast when I said that she washed her cast iron that i wash my cast iron pans yeah with see, soap you see her the contempt <laughs> <laughs> disdain she did it once let me clarify uh she did it once one time one pan <clears throat> but she also washed my best in my cold best. water and there was no dryer so involved I, I i will uh publicly <laughs> concede and say i apologize it was it was a minor incident uh-huh. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> so, yeah, but we're glad to have him back on the podcast. Um, yeah, and, and but I want so I want to interject on y'all on on y'all's fight just a little bit. Um, had y'all been a part of that podcast, like you were corrected. supposed to. <laughs> Am I gonna get hit? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she's well, doing the death stare. I'm, she still uses it on me. I don't know why because yeah. it doesn't affect me. Uh, it just makes me laugh. You just think it doesn't. No, I, I'm telling you, it doesn't affect me. You, you just think it does. I just find it hilarious and uh, to, I was... tend to, tend to. It just eggs me on is what it does. Because needling people is what I do. Well, I was on a road trip recently, and I listened to that podcast. And my plan was to do a rebuttal video to it because there were a lot of things that needed some work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they are right. We were supposed to have Kyle didn't it. ring the bell. So Wait, ring the no, bell. You can't be, you can't be throwing haymakers at me. Rules, okay? <laughs> Marcus never hit the queen. Okay. <laughs> uh, well... You, like like we we're saying, you were supposed to be there. You you could have corrected those up front, but uh, oh well. We copped out apparently. Is that what they're trying to you say? Did. You did. <laughs> you guys both went to bed. But. Sleep. Well, you know, I've been a little sleep depressed. Well, it's all right. There was a lot going on. It was Christmas yeah. and other stuff. So, what's this one about? There you go. We've Today? wasted. No, we have we haven't this wasted anything. I mean, we're just we're just you know bickering, bickering right now. It's basically, what <laughs> do you, you do? Enjoy Pod- listening to oh, us bicker? Pod- Podcasting one hundred and one. You Rodney pretty much just talk a little bit of crap. Enjoys listening to you and I bicker. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. It it makes my day. Um, all all of the bickering that me and Dana did in our early years. You know, you you get to wonder, and you know, is that normal? And then we see y'all doing it, and we know y'all love each other, so we're like, woohoo! But we just finished year 10 of our marriage last year, and at the end of last summer, we had a breakthrough, and things have been pretty calm. Don't Since worry, then. it'll get bad again. Whatever. <laughs> no, it's been pretty good. That's I, I'm, I'm a firm we believer in the whole year 10 rule. We, mm. we had a breakthrough. We're sneaking up good. on five, so... Mm. 
I'm looking forward to the seven It took some real itch. stupidness, but we got... So there's... Uh, did you... And, and I uh, hesitate to do this, but did you listen to the last Meteor podcast? Which one? Uh, the one they were talking about fighting... And they started that. One. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I like texted the, Dana. I texted you? Dana. I mean, I paused. I paused it, and I texted Dana, and I said, "Listen to the first three minutes of this podcast." Um, but <laughs> five minutes. Listen, if you're going to correct me through this entire <laughs> podcast, it's going to get bad. I did ring the bell. I just gave her a warning. What was that about a breakthrough and not bickering? <laughs> uh, no, we didn't say we didn't bicker. We uh-huh. said that it's not as like bad. No, but yeah, yeah, the the but and which so, one? Because there was so, two. Yeah, there was two, and Annie Annie didn't listen to it. Uh, if Dana listened to it, she'll know what I'm talking about. But there was two deals that they they talked about uh, that, yeah. that helped out in in fighting in marriage. See, now the first one I'm skeptical of. I'm kind of skeptical skeptical of it, especially with these two. Basically, what it what what the what the deal was is if you get into a fight, then you th- each each of you without thinking of it you throw out a number how important is it to you this this particular topic this particular fight you throw it out and see how how important it is to you yeah so you, you that, get a, like, that one i wasn't really worried about i i can see how it it might might work but uh, it was the second one that i was actually more interested in and that, i think that was Giannis patelis's yeah. father who did that. yeah and so that, that you're was, you're only allowed to argue allowed to while holding while hands. Holding hands. <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. That'd, That'd be, be interesting. interesting to try out. I'm not sure it would I'm thinking the other one is just gonna cause more fights. It might. Because I think the if other you, if one you, would help and if then you the go, holding hands would just piss me off and rile me up. Well, if you, well I think the other pride. but hear me out. So listen. Yeah. The, so the premise is you have to stop and say, Okay, on the count of three we're gonna both throw out a number of of you know one to ten on how important this is and so at the same time you got to throw out your number and you know if i throw out a seven and she throws out a six yeah paper rock scissors you know one two three throw uh if i throw out a seven and she throws out a six now we're just going to argue about who who's lying and who's not so that's just leading to more arguments but the whole holding thing hands thing that's just going to make us laugh yeah and and fight over it because that's what happens to us we we get to arguing until Somebody does something really stupid, and then we both laugh. And so I didn't, I didn't really want to get into it too much because I don't want to rehash, you know, what they did in their podcast. Uh, although it, it is, it is an entertaining podcast if you listen to it. Yep. Uh, but it was the the idea of the holding hands uh, while fighting that made me laugh simply because of Annie, because yeah. of, of what she just said. Yeah, it would just piss me off. Right. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine try, doing that like through a. a fist fight at the bar oh that'd be hilarious well technically you're not holding hands but you're touching right (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna touch you really freaking hard (laughs) that's right that's right today we are going to talk about camp food yeah camp cooking camp eating camp kitchen hacks so i think we can we can all agree uh that it it just seems like camp food tastes better, right? And that's where we're gonna start, because I'm a firm believer in that. Of course, I'm also a firm believer that uh, that if you've ever branded calves, you know you spend the morning doing a bunch of physical labor and branding calves and get, getting in the dirt and stuff like that, and that meal is always so good. It's probably mainly because you're so tired and hungry. You want to, mm-hmm. you it just tastes really good. But uh, uh, outside of that, I I really enjoy camp cooking just because it, you know, I, anecdotal. It just to me tastes better. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some reason, especially, you know, like so. Part of it's the cast iron we use. Yeah. There you go. Especially when it's not washed with soap. Um. <laughs> I am sitting. I am sitting nice in the wrong place. You are within reach. You better watch. Green it. apple Dawn dish soap can be pleasant when used <laughs> as a topping. Well, you know, traditionally pork is served with pork apples. and apples. Right. All right. Um, sure. It's not so served with soap though. Right. Um, wash out your filthy no, but, mouth. So <laughs> when when we when we first talked about 
this podcast, when we first talked about doing this podcast and we mentioned to the girls that we wanted to do um, a camp cooking, camp eating podcast, Annie, um, in her typical grumpy mood, says, I just like to cook it and take it. Which, I agree, we do a lot of that. We do. And so it brings into question, how does it taste better at camp? It was still cooked at home. And then we just took it, warmed it back up, and ate it. Again, I, I have a theory. Sure. You know, the, it's just attributed to how we camp and, and you know, quote unquote, we camp hard. Right. Uh, you know, but that's, we talked about that in, in that last, in that cast iron canvas and wool podcast. It, that our style of camping, it takes effort and you spend time and you get a lot of things, you know, you get stuff set up, but it, it takes effort to do it and to do it right. And, uh, obviously you're burning calories and, and you get hungry and it tastes good. There you go. Dana's laughing at me. Yeah. She's cynical when we're doing these podcasts. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Get to the steak story. Oh, Lord. Dana, that's that's your story. All right, so we were driving down the road. Me and Annie were in the back seat. Rodney and Kyle were in the front seat. And they're like, all right, Dana, here's the pad of paper and a pen. You're going to transcribe while we dictate what we're going to eat for our camp, our hunt this year. This was, so, this was the 2B hunt. Yeah, this was the 2B hunt. So we're we're going to be gone for 10-ish days. Yeah. And so I'm listening to these guys talk, and all I hear is, we could have steak and eggs on the first day, and then we could have, like, chicken fried steaks for supper, and then we could have... And everything was just beef and taters and eggs, and so... I just thought, why would I wait for them to tell me what they're going to eat on each day of the week? So I wrote steak and eggs times 10, steak and taters times 10, and I probably wrote like beef jerky for snacks times 10. (laughs) (laughs) And they were still talking, and I threw the pad of paper to the front seat, and they looked at it. And And that's that's what we went with. That's exactly what we went with. Yeah. We had three different types of meat. We had steaks, we had pork chops. Yep. And we had ground... A little bit of ground meat, not a whole lot. No, I didn't take any ground meat. No, that's right. No, I bought, I bought, sixty steaks of one form or another. Yeah, that's what I went to the grocery. I bought sixty steaks. I bought three guys times three. three yeah, three guys times, times, times ten. 10. Days. Um, How much did that cost you? Well, okay, so I didn't. I didn't go and buy the. You know the ribeyes. Yeah, the yeah. I so I went and this is camp food and it was delicious. We ate it every. I went to the where you get the box of ribeyes. Oh, and no, it's not the best in the world, but it's still steak. It and was eggs. still steak and eggs, <laughs> and it was it was extremely easy. Yeah. Um, it was actually super easy because well, steaks are a fast cook. And yeah, you only need one. Yeah, and for the most part, for the most part on that hunt, we were, you know, we woke up first thing in the morning, thanks to Kyle, um, and, and we all had our chores, you know, Kyle gets us up, gets the fire going, um, gets it warm, so Don doesn't complain about it. Correct. I cook, and... Dedon is the, the camp winch. <laughs> <laughs> he does the dishes. No, that's just that's you know it works out great because we we each have our roles. We know our roles. Kyle does his job. I get up and do my job. Dedon gets up and does his job. Um, and when we go hunt all day, uh, and then we come back, and it's the same thing. Kyle gets the fire going. I cook. Dedon does the dishes. Times ten. <laughs> With steak and eggs. With steak and eggs and steak and taters. Yeah. So yeah, it was it, it was, it was ham a steaks. genius move on on Dana's part. Yeah. And reminder to if you enjoy this podcast, send a comment and thank Dana. It was her idea. A hashtag. It, it was, was Dana's the, idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what we did. We had ham steaks. We had pork steaks. We had beef steaks. Times ten. Yeah. So it it was delicious. Yeah. Worked out really well. 
that was that was that was like uh the genius move that we had never thought of because before that you know we would when you're planning camp meals uh you're obviously <clears throat> trying to think of what's easy to take what can right. you what can you take that's not gonna be a pain in the butt um and uh and still cook up nice and, and be able to, especially when we go camping with the family, to be able to feed enough people with it uh, that it's not a huge hassle and you're not taking 15 coolers and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and especially for that. So, you know, that was hunting camp. And there's a big difference between hunting camp and camping camp. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, huge difference. Because hunting camp, you know, our breakfast was cooked before dark, well before dark. Because yeah. we were done eating and having camp cleaned back up and then getting dressed and going out to hunt long before dark. Um, and then coming in after dark and you cook a meal, go to bed, you know? And so big difference when we're camping, camping, um, it's not like that. You know, you wake up, you get around, you hang out, cook breakfast about 10 o'clock cause you're not out there hunting. Yeah. So big, big difference. Yes. Plus you can freeze all of the meat. Which you can even freeze the taters on the, like well, if you had them pre-chopped or something. So, and it also helps keep your cooler cool longer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you don't have to buy so, as much ice and your so stuff doesn't end up wet. Here's the cool, mm -hmm. here's, and, and, and here's um, the cool thing about that. You, you don't want to freeze that meat. So we didn't take it frozen. Mm -hmm. uh, and our coolers were actually proving to be more of a keep it from freezing than a freezing <laughs> yeah. because you're not going to thaw that out um it's but you know every morning when we woke so up cold there. it was two degrees you want to 10 do that degrees and, and what dana's talking summertime. about is you so in the, summertime, in the summertime yeah because you can pull that you know if you're going to have steaks tonight you yeah can pull that out the evening before and well, that would have been good for your early fall hunt. Yeah, yes, yeah. Ab absolutely. This this particular hunt was this a January hunt. We were trying to keep it from keep freezing, it from freezing. So yeah, we had a cooler that just had meat in it, no ice, nothing like that. Yeah, it was it was getting down to uh, single digits, if not. Another thing I like about steak is that, you know, hand washing at camp can be not as easy as when you're at home or whatever. And so with steak, you can. Just, I mean, it's already in the shape it needs to be, and it's not like you have to use your bare hands that are yeah, filthy yeah. Or, or try and wash your hands when you're done forming burgers. And... I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. We had a full shower. Well, <laughs> still not, still not the same. Sarcasm. I know. I know. Sarcasm. So let's let's get into the the camping camping cooking. Yes. Um. Because you girls do a lot of it. A ton we of it. Do camping. I, I mean, do. we we cook too, but you guys tend to take some of that over. Annie takes a lot of it over. Dana's staring at me like I don't. Me and yeah, because I do. Well, I'm me a prep and cook, okay? me and Annie do a ton of the cooking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a prep cook. If you give me a task like chopping the taters, I will. I will yeah. Do that. You're my sous chef. Oh, there you go. Fuck the she chef. I've seen Ratatouille. She's my sidekick. I've seen Ratatouille. I'm a protege. Yeah. You know, I know what it is. Listen very Aquaman carefully. This is what Rodney is pulling from. I've seen the Disney Ratatouille. I know what a sous chef is. He's a culinary is. expert. He's an expert. <laughs> where, where else am I going to get my information? I Come on. Know. I got all of my hunting information from Bambi. I got all of my cooking from Ratatouille. We're good to go. Place to get your own yeah. Right? That was my well, point. It's a, no wonder you're not a trapper. You <laughs> I get mean, your trapping information was an from elk. Fox and Hound. Or That's what? right. That's right. They had a lot you of pelts the, in that movie. They did. The best part out of that Bambi movie, because Dad. When they shot the dad? No. Oh. Dad picked up on it from the get go. Of course, he's like, oh man, this is like an anti hunting movie to the max. But then there's a part where Bambi's mother gets shot and he's like crying. And his dad appears out of nowhere and he goes, Bambi, get up. <laughs> and then he just leaves, you know, it's like, you got to move on. <laughs> and so dad would say that, get up, Bambi. Get he up, would Bambi. say that a lot. I forgot about that. 
That's, that sounds like a Jeff thing to say. That absolutely sounds like a Jeff thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Get up, Bambi. That's funny. That's funny. So, yes, Annie's the... She's the camp cook. And she's kind of... I mean, she takes a lot of pride in it because she uses all these beautiful seasonings and, and um, you know, you can see her. She'll taste the food and kind of squints her eye. <laughs> She's like, has this dreamy look on her face. And like, then she goes like this. Nah, need more of that. I read this. That's a read for me. This, uh, <laughs> this thing on Facebook the other day that said, "Don't ever let a recipe tell you how much garlic to add. You measure that shit with, uh, pardon me, stuff <laughs> with your heart. With your heart. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah." That's exactly what happens, though. She's in there. She's tasting it. and It's like she's conducting a symphony. <laughs> and it tastes pretty good. Concocting a potion, more like. That's, well, and that's so, what I... So I wanted to, to say that one of the reasons... If you're going to do a lot of camping, do it right. You know, get yourself set up with some good, some good equipment, things like that. One of the reasons that she's able to do a lot of that stuff... Uh, and carry the seasonings, etc., etc., is because we have uh, planned and we, you know, bought a trailer specifically for camping. It's, it's not, always it's not stocked RV, with, but it's always basics stocked and with seasonings. the basics, the seasonings, with you know, everything's. It, it's a utility bed trailer, so mm-hmm. it's just yeah, a utility like off of bed an off of an electrician's truck. truck, and we just stuffed it with, uh, you know. Tupperware, not Tupperware. You're basically having, like having kitchen solutions. cabinets. All kinds of kitchen goodness. Yeah, yeah. we cabinets. set up an entire, you know, pretty much all of our camps. Even oh, we set up an entire kitchen. Even when we're hunting, we set up an entire kitchen. Yeah. Um, we're and, and we usually no, have at least one tent dedicated to just a kitchen. It's yeah, it's just like the kitchen in anyone's house. That's where everybody hangs out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, we we set up a pretty mean kitchen. Yeah, in in camp, and not and that's not for everybody. There's a lot of people that want to do. You know, just the backpack version and the little bitty tiny stove with the tiny pot that heating up some mountain, what's it called? Mountain house. Mountain house. You know, and yeah, that's for you. Hey, have at it. Have at it. Um, Whatever makes you happy. This is this is what makes us happy. (laughs) But when we when we camp, we move in. I'm hungry enough. We do. Yeah, Yeah, we don't camp. We're not. It's not often we're camping for a night unless we're going snow camping in the. I will say this. North. If you want to make cooking at camp easy for yourself. You should invest in one of those Blackstone large top oh, that is my propane powered griddles. That thing is awesome. I mean, you can just like scramble up your eggs and pour it across the top of that and scramble cooking bulk. And eggs we, and no, it's yeah. basically a yeah. commercial kitchen. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah you were talking a big about a flat top grill. Yeah, it's just but you can put a pan on top of that thing and be heating things mm-hmm. up in mm-hmm. it. You were talking about the, the how she's like a. That that's how I feel. That black that blackstone. I got that great big. It's like a three foot by. Yeah, it's by three two by. Foot. It's a big old. Probably. It's a big old griddle, and we do the Eight. the big fat camp out every year, and Saturday morning breakfast. I mean that's. Oh, it's a production. Man, I got my apron on and I got my spatulas and. I love cooking on that thing. It's just so much fun. It is. You can cook two pounds of bacon, five pounds of taters, and eighteen eggs, all on that one griddle breakfast for everybody it's just cool yeah yeah and you know you can have one person there just heating up the, or you can be heating tortillas on one corner of the grill and putting them in a little tortilla holder yeah, and yeah. people can just walk by and you just scoop their stuff onto it for them yeah mm-hmm. there's definitely some things that you can do to, to make it easier on yourself um <laughs> but again like dana said when we when we go camping we kind of settle in for a few days we mm-hmm. uh lose track of time uh, trying to lose track of time we wish we didn't have to go back but uh but we we work hard to set that camp up and, and to set the kitchen up uh, so that it's it's uh, comfortable and easy to, to work in and it's covered from the elements so you can still cook if it's raining yeah um and we do that we put that effort into it up front so that the rest of the time you can be comfortable, you can relax, yeah. you can cook good food, you can do everything that you need to do. Kyle, go through 
so go through um, basically our our portion of, of setting up the kitchen and what we do, how we set up the kitchen um, as far as the tents and stuff like that. And then after that, we'll let the girls, you know, kind of go through and talk about how they like to organize everything to yeah. make it flow uh, the way they like it to flow. Let's let's yeah. do that. So again, I've I bought a trailer specifically for camping, that utility bed trailer, and it carries a lot of stuff. Um, mind you, you're not going to tow it behind a Subaru Forester or anything like that. But before that, we had a smaller cape, smaller smaller trailer that worked just as well. Uh, we weren't able to carry as much stuff, but it was still really fantastic. Uh, but um, just on the right-hand side of that trailer, mainly towards the front, is basically our kitchen cabinets. That's where we have all of our kitchen stuff. Uh, in the back, we have a little deal where we keep some food. And then, you know, we have Tupper or uh, uh, tubs that we keep uh, mm -hmm. any perishable food that we've grabbed on the way through along with the coolers so when we get there uh, I have an internal frame for a wall tent that we get those uh, 10 by 12 wall tents that I get from the Philmont Scout Ranch the Boy Scout tents Boy yeah. Scout tents and we set that up over the right hand side of that trailer so that those that those cabinets are are covered uh, and then we've got a couple of uh, folding tables. Uh, I've got, you know, I can't, it's hard to explain all of them. Uh, I've got a army surplus hospital uh, cabinet thing that like that it holds yeah, two kit. tables uh, with it, and it serves kind of as our as our spice cabinet or, mm -hmm. or whatever. But canned goods, yeah, kind of canned goods, things like that. And so we set up generally. We set up two tables on either side of the tent. Mm -hmm. The back of the tent is covering the edge of the trailer so that those cabinets are, are accessible. Uh, right there under the cabinet of an under the, the long cabinet on uh, or door on the trailer, we set up generally the stove right there and we lay that cabinet or that trailer that uh, compartment door down and use it as a shelf, a preparing shelf, something to put stuff on. Um, and then uh, at, out the out the basically at the end of the or at the mouth or the, the door of the tent I'm having a hard time saying what I'm what I'm meaning here <laughs> what can you tell? You're, you're fumbling buddy <laughs> at the door of the tent is we'll set a washing station so we'll, we'll put up uh, a container of water uh, so people can wash their hands and it's not getting dirty or muddy inside the tent we generally put a, a tarp down for a floor mm -hmm. so that you're not kicking up dust uh, the tent that I had had sides that roll up so if it gets hot in the tent you can roll those up and let the wind blow through but then for the rest of our camp we have usually have a couple of uh, canopies 12 by 12 canopies we'll set those up over the door of the cook tent and then further out and then we'll set our tents off of those canopies so it's kind of a communal area and that's where you eat and sleep, sleep put, our, and put our dining tables exactly stuff like that so that's kind of how we set it up um, and then the girls organize that kitchen how they want it ah, I felt like I was reading the Old Testament listening to you describe <laughs> that when they're talking about putting up their <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Sacrificial <laughs> tents and stuff. I, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't talk much, but when she does, she cuts, cuts to the quick. Right. She cuts to the quick. <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty entertaining, right? I love you. That's some funny shit right there. Levitical law involved. to the priests of Aaron. You didn't know that. Oh man, that is good stuff. Screw you, Andy. Well, you do. That's why you didn't get to go hunt last year. Sorry. All right. Oh shit. Get on with it. Okay. 
So, Annie, after that, now why don't you go ahead <laughs> give us some, some kitchen hacks that, that you and Anna, Dan, you and Dana do <laughs> as, you're, as you're setting up Anna, Dana to do? cook. <laughs> Tickled her with Rodney? Oh, yeah, that, that chuckled me pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! I'm trying not to laugh because it makes me cough right now. Anyway, do you have anything in particular that you would like to say? Uh, yeah, y'all just talked hey, a bit about. I like to crack my eggs and put them in a in a jar. Oh yeah, so that the, the shells floor, aren't so kind of breaking some... on your drive up. Yeah, that She's is good true. at cracking eggs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> She's good at cracking jokes. <laughs> yep, that's a good trick. Um, obviously in the sun. Okay, so. That one compartment that's the large one that we kind of fold out that door yep. and we use it like a shelf slash bread box, basically, because I always put the chips up there mm-hmm. and the bread and the tortillas. It's like, it's like our pantry, basically. <laughs> it's pretty much the yeah. pantry. And, um, of course, when it's warm, of course, that happens a lot when you're camping, the bread will get sweaty. So I like to leave the bags kind of cracked Slightly open a little open. bit so that yeah. you can avoid some of that. Not so much that you're going to get flies in the bags, but just... no. But just, just a little leave vent. it so that that air, that moisture can escape. And um, I don't know. It kind of keeps the kids out of the chips and stuff like that because it's higher than most of them are tall. So that's yeah, because if you've ever been camping, <clears throat> so I think this is actually one of the bigger ones that that you've done, Dana. That I didn't even think about, uh, but you'll get Gatorade powder rather than the Gatorade bottles because what inevitably happens is a kid will grab a bottle, he'll drink three quarters of it and then leave Not it laying around. Yeah, a quarter of Half it. Half of it, a quarter of it, leave it laying around. And so and you, you figure it out that if you just give them a red Solo cup and say and, and do a, a cooler, a water cooler full of Gatorade, Mm-hmm. You have a lot less problems with the trash line, and it yeah. and it doesn't build up the trash as quick because yeah. you don't have those yeah. bottles. Yeah, I don't use any individual <clears throat> bottles of anything because half they finished, just end up so lying waste. around. I, camp. No kid will ever throw their own garbage away, so yeah. somebody else will spend their camp camp out picking up all of that trash. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, that's a lot to drink in one thing. It's a lot to keep track of. I mean, you could pour a couple swigs in a glass and just take a drink. And most everyone has a Yeti or some sort of a... Especially nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Has some kind of a cup that they kind of keep. Like Designate an Uncle Cy cup, theirs. you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's funny. I bet I bet he didn't think that, uh, that that would become a thing. Now everybody's got a Yeti they carry around with them religiously. Almost. And he even like has a picture. So almost. that's the other thing I invested. And you don't need anything expensive. I just bought the cheap ones at Walmart. A couple of like... I don't know, half-gallon or one-gallon pitchers at Walmart. I tend to like the smaller ones because the kids can actually handle it. Handle those. The big orange coolers that you can mix drinks in, those are really good. Because and the, yeah, and the, the funny thing about home. those is you could get one of those orange coolers for what you would buy a case of those Gatorades for. Yeah. 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 Put, a, put a bag of ice in it, fill it with water before you leave. Yeah, and, and those, those little orange five-gallon coolers. Yeah. Uh, they're perfect because it's two bags of ice, three gallons of whatever you're drinking. Yeah. And you're set. Yep. Yeah. And that'll last all weekend. Most, most of the, the time. Week. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time. Um, if you're on a three or four day camp out, Even that, that's going to last. When we're on road trips, I absolutely refuse to buy individual drinks. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so cheaper I to just buy a gallon. Buy a one yeah, gallon jug or a, a full lot one cheaper. gallon jug. And this week I discovered that a one-gallon jug works extremely well as a trash receptacle. In your vehicle. In your vehicle, because how many times have you been on a wind-blown highway here in New Mexico, and you open the door, (laughs) and all your trash trash blows away. Road trip trash. The jug tipped over a couple of times, but nothing spilled out of it. It didn't bust a hole in the side of a plastic bag you're, it worked really you're well. on a roll with trash bags because the, <laughs> the the last one that you had was your little hairnet oh that's a you, really good you one. had the hairnet and we were just you know oh, did you throwing... have a hairnet for okay. well uh, for work they don't the know but they have those i'm an x-ray tech ct tech interventional tech, oh that's right i spend a lot of time wearing surgical bouffant caps and stuff like that and i ended up with one of those in my pocket the bouffant cap it's sort of a it looks like a shower cap yeah i know it looks like a shower cap 
And so anyway, I ended up with one in my pocket when I got home from work and I just left it on the passenger seat. Sounds like and it. I started putting trash in there and it was perfect because the elastic sort of kept the opening real small. Real small and it didn't tip over. Yeah, you can just pitch it on the floor and it works pretty perfectly well. Perfectly in there. Sounds like a French pastry. Would you like a bouffant? <laughs> Bulbous bouffant. <laughs> I spend a lot of time thinking about garbage. <laughs> I can't. In my car. Well, because you're usually the one that has to clean it up. Yep. You and I. What yep. so. <clears throat> are the camp packs for the kitchen stuff? I, now, I, I know stews are really easy to cook in camp, but I like to cook... Well, usually pozole, actually, at yeah. home. Freeze the whole dang thing and put it in my cooler to act as some of the ice. It's a space-saving yeah. Yeah. type of deal. <clears throat> yeah. And then, you know, thaw it out a couple of days in when you're feeling lazy and you don't want to go to the trouble of cooking chopping, cooking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, you don't want to... <clears throat> I mean, we've already talked about how hard we work at camping and the, and the setup and, and especially the teardown. The teardown is what's... What that's is really taxing yeah. because number one you're going home and yeah. and that's a bummer and that sucks yeah. and there's and then there's a lot of work you know the, the setup I I kind of enjoy I do too um, especially because we we always come up with something just a little bit cooler but if yeah. you're there for three or four nights it's good to take a night or two mm-hmm. off to have you know like breakfast burritos to so let you don't everybody have, relax. you don't have to have a big breakfast every single morning take yeah. take you a prepared meal or two for for breakfast and dinner that way it's not always a big production yeah Yeah. and and the other thing that you tend to find happens uh, you always end up with more food than you're gonna eat Mm yeah always Mm -hmm. i've never run out of food at camp nope um and and it's nice with like the pozole because you could heat it up one night and then whatever's left over because there's going to be some left over you breakfast. put it in a cooler and it's either breakfast or it's you know lunch passing lunch the next day while everybody's kind of doing their thing you can just stop in and grab a little bit and heat it up and, and eat it and go yeah and leftovers for lunch are perfect because not everybody gets hungry at the same time yeah yeah you know so there's you kind of and it's a lot easier on. than buying a bunch of bread and a bunch of yep um you know lunch meats tortillas are the best because they're not going to smash they don't take up a lot of space and well you know they're delicious mm-hmm. so um they are delicious delicious also it's not like you really need a plate when you're eating a burrito yeah you know yeah well and for burritos too a lot of times i'll cook up you know the sausage and potatoes at home freeze that thing and throw, throw that in the, in the cooler and then just scramble some eggs in camp and mix it all up and you've got easy burritos it's a lot quicker it really does save a lot of time it does it's a lot quicker to yeah just have to cook the eggs we can't take credit for all of this because pinterest is oh yeah spring of camping hacks well yeah yeah because i saw the one about cutting the pool noodles and sticking them on your tent strings so that you know you don't You'll actually see your tent strings and you won't try not kill yourself on huh? <laughs> speaking of and that's a pretty cool one we haven't tried that one but speaking of pool noodles me and kyle come up with a great hack using a pool noodle so we have the the 12 by 12 canopies right so you take that six foot or uh, two six foot pool noodles and where the slit is you kind of got to make some bigger holes but if you attach that to the edge of the canopy so like if so what it, happens is you, you overlap it, your canopy legs because those mm-hmm. canopies they the legs um, kind of cant outwards and mm-hmm. so you're gonna if you overlap your canopy legs yeah and this and is where you're putting two canopies two, side two, by two side two canopies side by side yeah so that the can- canopy portion actually touches yeah, yes generally when it rains you're that you're gonna have water running there because that's In a seam mm-hmm. you take a pool noodle you cut it right down the middle like you would it's to put on the and you put the canopy um, you slip the, slip the fabric, the fabric from each canopy, from each canopy down canopy. into that slit, yep. 
And then when it rains and it goes down in there, it travels down the travels pool noodle to the edges. To the edges. And then so you're not getting Acts rain. Acts like a rain gutter. Yeah, it's much. a rain gutter. That's exactly, exactly what it is. It Works really well. Really well. We've, we, we did that one uh, out camp in 37. And if your camp kitchen gets wet, it can be miserable. Oh, I mean, no. any, yeah. you know what? Actually, anything. If you get wet at camp, it can be miserable. But <clears throat> if you can keep your camp kitchen pretty sealed up, it helps because mm-hmm. at least then you can be where the food is and where the propane tanks are. And Generally, mm-hmm. it's going to be warm in there because mm-hmm. you you're cooking. You're cooking, you've got some landers up, whatever whatever it is. And that's one thing that can really, uh, if you're not prepared for it, any weather, any, any rain uh, can make camp miserable. Uh, if you guys remember the... the um, Grand Mesa trip where it rained every single day. Oh, that was such a soggy trip. Man. It was a soggy trip, but we had so much fun we because did. the first thing that we did when we got there is we got that trailer set up. We got the camp kitchen set yep. up, and if you remember, pretty much, um, if the you know when if if everybody wasn't out and about, they were under the canopies. And in, in the, the camp kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. That's yeah. where we pretty much hung out. Because it was it rained every day. And that you was know. such I mean that trip was so soggy. I mean everything was just You're it's, soggy. Yeah. It's an excellent, excellent plan to have a large camp kitchen because you're not gonna spend much time in your sleeping tent. So you don't need as much space there. Yeah. yeah. I mean it is nice to have the space, but you want your sleeping tent dry. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing worse than being wet when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And you want your camp kitchen big, and you want it covered to some degree, uh, if you can, whether it's a canopy or whatever, uh, because if you get any type of weather at all, uh, then then you you don't want to cook out, out in an open kitchen because you don't want to get soaked, and then you don't eat. And then you get pissed off, especially Annie. Yeah. <laughs> she is... Hangry. She is fangry. <laughs> Fungry? <laughs> fangry. Uh, and so... Oh, I know. So that just exacerbates things. And yeah. so get you a good tent. You know, we we like canvas. That's the way we do things. Mm-hmm. But get you a good tent. Uh, don't, you know, make sure you take your, your dang shoes off, especially if it's muddy at the door. And... Uh, keep that place dry and clean you'll be happy happy and and keep your kitchen nice another go ahead that and that's why we talk about how much work we goes into setting up camp you know there, there's a lot of things we do like you know we stake the hell out of our camp all of our tents all of our canopies everything is staked double staked triple staked everything is staked down solid we put a lot of work up mm, front steak right Times 10. Stick potatoes, times 10s. <laughs> but we put a lot of work up front making sure that camp is solid. It's going to be dry. It's going to be stationary. There's not going to be any catastrophes in the middle of a rainstorm, you know, that that cause us issues. Now, out camp this year withstanding. <laughs> Eight inches of snow does a, one, does a, does a lot of things. Right. You, we're we're talking about summer camping to, here. We put up the to work up To be fair, front. we weren't there. No, we weren't. You put up the work up front so that um, you don't have to deal with that later, you know. So, it's very important. Any suggestions, ladies, on on on, um, utensils, equipment, cook gear that that you would suggest having in, in your camp kitchen? For one thing, those industrial-grade honeycomb mats that you can piece together that they have at the hardware store, those are awesome for in and around your um, camp kitchen. Also Hand good washing, for the landing station. in front of your tent mm-hmm. very because, of course, the moisture will go through and keep you at least out of the mud to some extent. And it's good because you can throw it in the bottom of the truck bed or whatever and put everything on top of it. And then, we tend to do that right at the door of the kitchen so that if it does, if it is, you know, if the weather is bad outside, you get on that and you can scrape your boots off. And then we have a t- tarp in the, the floor, floor yeah. and it, it keeps all, it just keeps it nice and clean. Yeah, And, and, and we sweep it out. You know, we, we're sweeping camp quite often. Yeah. I 
I'm kind of a proponent of not having lots of fancy gadgets. I kind of like having mm-hmm. a few really good things because we in- we invested in um, two or three of those industrial grade spatulas like you might find at a restaurant supply commercial. store. Commercial yeah. grade. And they're probably eight to ten inches long and about three and a half, maybe four inches three, wide. Probably three inches wide, yeah. Yeah, and we have one that's got holes in it and we have one that's solid. Just solid. And those are fantastic on the griddle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a good ladle and maybe a good scooping spoon. Good set of tongs. Yeah, and tongs. Solid, a good solid, solid metal tongs. tongs. I prefer yeah. solid metal tongs. Well, at mm-hmm. camp, it's better to have solid metal tongs because, I mean, if it falls in the fire, it'll survive. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and so here's one of those things that um, I think if I could impress on, on anybody uh, who hadn't done a lot of camping or even those who have done a lot of camping, if there's anything I could impress upon you, it, it would be like hunting. Um, Budget a little bit and get some good stuff. Don't be taking your stuff out of your home kitchen and, and, and going camping. Yeah, there, that If makes, you don't have a trailer, yeah. if you can't have a trailer, that's fine. What you can have is a Walmart tub mm-hmm. with your camp kitchen essentials. in it. Camp kitchen yeah. essentials kitchen in box. it. And you're... you mark it, camp kitchen. And when you're ready to go camping, you're not digging through trying to find stuff. Yeah. You grab that. You put it in your car. You know it has everything Absolutely. you need. You're not yeah, forgetting don't... something that's making you miserable. Yeah. And, and... and it makes getting home a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not having to put a crap ton of stuff back in your home to be able to live in your home. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. and if you're just starting out, you may have to borrow a few things from your kitchen. But you can also go down to the dollar store and get you know, mm-hmm. the cheap stuff to last you until you can buy some better stuff. One yeah. thing I did I did like that I got for our camp box were um, those cheap knives from Walmart that have the plastic sheath on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you can throw them in your camp box and you don't have to worry about cutting yourself or keeping them yep. wrapped up or anything like yeah. that. And they stay... And the, they were cheap. I think they were like two fifty a piece. Yeah, maybe, and know? they stay and in the camp knives. box. Yeah. They stay in the camp box. That's where they are all year long. And they're there when we go camping. Sharpen and, your knives. Um, yeah, sharpen knives. And the other thing, you know, so organize your stuff. Put it in, in a place that you know it's at and you can just grab it and, and go. Um, and the, the I guess the second piece of advice that I, I would probably have is uh, we always keep a, we have a, uh, Annie and I have a notebook in our camp uh, trailer. So if we run out of something during, uh-huh. during the camping trip, we write it down on the notebook and when we get back to uh, our house... The next time that we go shopping or whatever, we buy that, we put it back in the trailer, we're ready to go the next time. Yeah. We're not worrying about, you know. Did we have salt? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the cool yeah. part of that, the cool the cool part about having the camp boxes and stuff like that um, is we typically plan our camping trips. Yeah. But we also like some spontaneity. Let's go camping. And yeah. if you've got that, if your box is ready to go, it's there, then all you have to do is you back up to your trailer, you load up, you take off. you got to stop and get your perishables, mm-hmm. but you're, all your non-perishables are already together, already loaded up, already ready to go. You're out. Yeah. It's time to go camping. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal at all. So those yeah. are, I think those are the two <clears throat> biggest things that I've, I'm not going to say learn, because my dad had a camp box. I guess it, it, it was just me re-remembering how to do that and 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 building up my own supply of stuff mm-hmm. yeah my dad had a freaking uh, chuck box that we had everything in and <clears throat> it was it was monstrous you know it took two or three of us to get it up into the bed and right. pick up but that was you know the tent all of our stuff was in one place the tent went in the truck you know the the chuck box went in the truck and then we had a couple of coolers that had our perishable stuff, and and we were we were gone camping. I I've taken that almost to the next level because because we wanted to we wanted to have the ability to set up a comfortable camp. Yeah, yeah. 
that's that's our style you know and you could do this on a much smaller scale than yeah, we absolutely. do there's you know we've got the big heavy canvas tents mm -hmm. we've got the great big monster big fat tent um and and that's kind of how we do it but you can get the smaller nylon tents the little two and three and four man tents if you want and a smaller camp box you know that suits fact, you in fact those will fit in in an actual camp box well i would say yeah. i would say you guys' trailer generally functions as our big camp kitchen yes and then mm -hmm. rodney and i typically we have kind of like the small camp box so when we do quick camp yeah. we usually take our stuff yeah. yep yep um it's good to have wash basins two or three of those and so those are nice can... too to stick in your cooler on top of your ice to keep stuff like cheese and meat out of the ice when it starts to melt yeah and Ugh, watery cheese and see disgusting. and that's a, that's a really cool thing right there because um if you can manage to have everything have two purposes or yeah. three purposes yeah. you're save a lot of space gaining. that way too yeah. if everything has dual purposes triple purpose then yeah you're you're ahead of the game mm -hmm. right there for sure the wash basins are nice because you know First of all, kids washing hands, you washing hands, but then it makes uh, it makes doing your dishes uh, really easy. There's something to be said for for having disposable disposable plates, and, and there's a time and place for that. But when we kind of set up, we have dishes that we use, and yeah. uh, we it, have it reduces the trash. It reduces. Uh, yeah, I was gonna know, say that. It's just. And if you wash, I don't, as you I don't go. mind taking a little bit of water and washing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean oh. to inter interrupt well, I interrupted you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a little bit of effort, but like I said, you're reducing trash, and you've got to put effort into throwing that trash away. Yeah. So, yeah, and the trash is going to take up more space on your way out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And obviously, there's a lot of stuff. You know, like if you had a couple plain old paper plates, you could burn those, but you don't want to be burning plastic and you can't do anything about cans. And well, and so here's, here's the other, here's the other rub, you know, here in New Mexico every, every now and actually not every now and then it's almost every year you get your light, you get to the point because our monsoons don't start to, to till July. We have our big fat camp out in June. You get to the point where you, like last year we couldn't, they closed the forest. We could not camp, camp on, the, on forest. the forest. We had to camp on yeah. private land. And we couldn't have a fire, yep. so you're not going to burn those paper plates. Mm -hmm. You're going to yeah. have to haul all that stuff out. Mm -hmm. And so, if you can just haul in an extra little deal of water, uh, yeah. And and for certain, that one thing for sure about camping: when you go to camp, you've got everything packed. It's packed neatly. Um, it's all got its place. You're you don't gain room when you leave. Yeah. Somehow, you have less room when you leave. <laughs> and now you've got to add six bags of trash if you're not careful. I don't know where all that came from and not creating room, but uh, but yeah, that's inevitably the way it ends. You have less room and more trash. So it becomes hard to get it out of there and definitely well, bring just, out your trash. It's not all neatly stacked, so it just creates more volume. Yeah, right. I guess I'm kind of going backward in this statement or what I'm about to talk about. You know, you have your camp kitchen box, and it's got your knives and spoons and, I don't know. Forks and... Yeah, that kind of thing. Toothpicks. Salt and pepper. <laughs> I, I keep Tums and Benadryl. Oh, yeah. And yeah. ibuprofen in the camp kitchen box, too. And I think I keep aspirin in there. Seems like that generally covers some basic ailments. Yeah. But um, I have another box that is in the same family as the camp kitchen box and I keep some of the other things like I keep a lantern, some lighters, the solar lights, the solar lights, solar lights that you would stick in a garden. Those are fantastic for camping with. You may already know that one. I keep that sort of thing in Extra there. Extra batteries. Yes, batteries. Um Guy some of Rodney's battery. Guy like, five you have batteries. one of those suede <laughs> one of those suede um mitts, those hot mitts mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Hot mitts. And um, I keep some tent stakes and stuff in there. Some kind of some handyman stuff in there. Oh, I always keep a deck of cards, and we have a camp journal. Anybody's free to write in there. That is one thing I would, yeah, that, that's really cool. If you, if you as a family enjoy camping 
and and it's and it's something that you're going to do on a regular basis a camp journal is fantastic because getting to go back through and read posts mm-hmm. from friends family that were there as look well at as your newborn's your... footprints right. so we right. put you know our newborn's footprint in the camp journal and you can watch them grow over the years mm-hmm. uh dana's kids have these little disposable not disposable but pictures like the new polaroids, polaroids yes, the, the new polaroids, polaroids. And, and they run around camp and they take pictures and we stick those in the camp journal and mm-hmm. just be able to have that record of where we come from it's a cool it's story a really cool story yeah it's, and a very it's something cool story. that hopefully our kids are going to be able to look back on and yeah. say that was awesome i remember yeah. this yeah and we're going on the fifth big fat this year so mm, number, five. Uh, number five and we've got we've got stories in our camp journal from all five years of the big fat as well as several other camping trips um mm-hmm. in that journal and it's just a cool you know you can't remember everything um, nope. And then you, you can open that journal up and you're like, oh, I forgot that they were even there. And then there's their story of, of how they remember the camp that year. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Very and good deal. It's, um, <clears throat> in my opinion, much better than documenting on some social media site because that is something that is always going to be there. Always. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we're running a little low on time, but I want to cover one last thing. Uh, I want to go around and... I want favorite camp meals, prepared in camp. Prepared in camp. Favorite camp meals. Kyle? Um, I, I'm, I'm a classic guy. I like hamburgers and hot dogs cooked nice. over a fire. Nice. That's me. And That's I, I, one I, of each. 100% I thought I, you were going to say uh, French toast and bacon. No, no. <laughs> I do like French toast and bacon. Uh, it, it takes a little bit more to, to cook that in camp, but to me, just a classic camp meal is hamburgers and hot dogs. I cannot hardly stand a hot dog unless it is cooked on a stick over a campfire. Uh-huh. They are just the best. Yeah. Dana? I would have to say the same because that's what I had thought of as you were. I was going to say hot dogs lips, as well. The lips lips and assholes work for me. <laughs> And it's, I guess this falls in the hot dog category. Um, you New Mexicans will understand this. Bratwurst. Oh, yeah. With or without sauerkraut. With or without Must with have green, green chili, chili wrapped in, in a, tortilla. a tortilla. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've, I've got my own version of that. I don't do the sauerkraut, but it, it, yeah, bratwurst in, uh, uh, with uh, cheese and A1 sauce and a tortilla. And green chili. And green chili. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Sorry, that's a good one. The bratwurst and a tortilla is like you just made me. We call, I know. We call those things? They've got to have a name. A bratwurst and a tortilla. <laughs> Quite literally, that's what it is. The mic. I'm sorry, people. Did you? Did you? You were on the hot dog. Well, yeah, way. hot dog. But then I also love green chili stew or pasoli. See, that's camp as well. yeah. I like, so, I, like, I, I like or steak. I had never had pasoli <laughs> at camp until um, when we went up. And to cut be. firewood. No, when we oh. went up and cut mm-hmm. firewood, yeah. Annie made her pasoli, and I was like, holy pasoli. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a, a, a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> holy pasoli. Um, yeah, I, I'd be hard-pressed to find something better than a you know fire-roasted hot dog. I mean, that again, mm-hmm. yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, I've got, I've, got, uh, I've got a family member... Uh, Roger. Yeah. Um, and um, I never like missing um, his catfish and fried taters. Mm. That's 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 probably that's a, my that's, that's my favorite. That's a good one. He, he, I've he, never really he, thought he's such a great cook. Oh, he's such a great one. cook, and he catch and they're they're caught. Oh, he yeah. catches them, cleans well, them. Where does he um, and, camp that and, he's doing that? And then he, oh, right well, he, he freezes them and then he, oh, okay. it's not get cooked, gotcha. catch, caught at camp, but no, he catches them and brings them. And I'm sure that he buys them sometimes too, but, but he does the fish and chips. Um, mm. and, and he makes great ribs too. I'm getting hungry. Makes, Roger, we love you he, if you're yeah. listening. He <laughs> makes great fish and chi- he makes great ribs too. Um, but, and he makes his own tartar sauce. Um, mm. and his, his fish and champ chips uh i i just have 
great memories of him mm-hmm. cooking that at Elk Camp up here in Cloudcroft. And I don't typically so. like fish, but I will show up for Roger's fish and chips. Every day. Every <laughs> that day. That sounds delicious. Well, I hope, I hope we've made you guys hungry. Uh, we are looking forward to camping season it's, it's getting to be that time. Yes. Uh, thanks for joining. Adios. Adios. Peace out. Mate. Thanks for joining Nada Grande Outdoors Podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.nadagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.